Hello, beautiful and powerful women. Welcome to Susan Unleashed. This podcast is for any woman who wants to live a gorgeous life on her terms and who knows that not only is being a woman enough, it is the key to everything. I'm your host, Susan Elizabeth, certified professional coach, number one best-selling author, and Energy Leadership Index Master Practitioner. I fiercely support women who are passionate about elevating their lives while embracing their truest selves. Are you ready to unleash your power? Hello, gorgeous women. This week's episode is all about redefining success from the feminine. So I used to think that success was about getting, achieving. It was about doing, overcoming, getting this, you know, slaying, getting the salary, getting the position, getting the title, going up the corporate ladder, getting more money. I used to think, you know, earning titles, getting respect, um, proving yourself. This to me is how I used to define success. And it, it became like a vicious thing because the more I achieved, the more fierce that I was going after getting these external things. And there's nothing wrong with wanting these things. But I was coming from a place within myself that wasn't my true self. And I think I want to share a little story to start with. So I think I think you may have heard if you've listened to any of my podcasts or um, been around me for a little little while that my story about how I was always running over there or getting, you know, hurry up to do to achieve, you know, to go, if I just go do this, then I can have that and then I can be, I can feel a certain way. When I had it all wrong, I was, you know, I was constantly running for myself, constantly wanting to achieve, const- constantly wanting, I, I wanted to learn more. I wanted to do well for myself. I wanted to better myself. I wanted to have things and there's nothing wrong with that, but I was doing it to such a pace from a place of just not enoughness and given to me by definitions of our society and our culture. And I thought that would bring me joy and pleasure, and it didn't. I had some reward. I had some recognition because if I achieved more financial abundance, it enabled me to go out and purchase things or have experiences or to save. But I was becoming so defined by this that it was becoming really unhealthy for me. I was getting sick. I was run down. I was exhausted. And it didn't feel like it was my deepest truth. And through that process, because I I had this belief that if you just work hard and you prove yourself, then you can achieve whatever it is you want to achieve. And then you can have whatever it is that you're going after. And then that will create joy and happiness. And I kind of had it all wrong. So along the way, it had served me because I was able to achieve and to do more and to do more. But I felt like 
It just was not who I truly was at my core being. And so I developed this part of me that had very highly developed aspects of myself that were very linear, very goal-oriented, very focused, constantly delivering three steps ahead, huge anticipatory skills, planning, um, very protective of myself, of my team in my corporate world, um, very outward, very directional, very like there's an end point I will achieve and then I'll set a new goal. So as I was going through living life this way, it was, it was, I was dying. My true self deep, deep inside me was just dying. There was no place for her to just be and to come out Because here's the thing I want all of you to hear from me right now. If you want to learn how to live a ripe, wild, and fierce life, make sure that you check out my new course. When you're finished with the podcast, the link is in the show notes. So head on over to the link and check it out there. I used to think that success was was defined by something out there, something that was much more masculine the titles, the jobs, the power, the positions. And I used to think that feminine and being feminine and being vulnerable, it was excruciating for me to be vulnerable. No way, no how, not me. I used to think that was a weakness and that was like, that was not a success. I was wrong. I was so wrong. But it took many, many years and falling down, getting sick, being stressed out, missing parts of my life, failed relationships, having things but then no one to share them with, being alone, not lonely. There were moments of loneliness once in a while, but really because I had such a full life. But when it came back to you know, that Friday night I'd get home from work and there's nobody here. It's my cats and my myself. I didn't have anyone to share it with and I didn't have pre- fl- plans with my friends because they were busy or they weren't going out. And I just didn't have that person to share it with. So as I was moving forward and I was having these experiences that were not serving me and my highest good as a woman and doing the work and, and figuring this out and in and really defining aspects, I I had to look at the definitions of what was masculine and what was feminine, and then understand myself, and then things shifted in my definition for what success is. But let me share with you some things. I wanted to share with you the masculine aspects and the feminine aspects. Now, some of you might have been studying this and know this. But let me just say these things. So the masculine energy or the masculine aspects, they are, they're linear. There's an end point, very goal oriented, very driven, very outward, very focused, very protective, supportive, very disciplined, very logical, uh, very um, offering of security very assertive. So these are masculine aspects. And I have a lot of highly developed masculine aspects because I work in a very large corporation. And these have served me well. You need to to pull on these and you need to draw from these to lead teams, 
to make your way through and navigate through very large corporations to get your ideas heard, your team's ideas heard. The feminine aspects are things like intuition, collaboration, connectedness, receptivity, reflective, creative, trusting, vulnerable. Ooh, that one was a scary one for me. Flow and ease. Strength, boundaries, radical empathy. Things like nurturing, surrender, kindness. Things like feeling, radiance. And we are transformers. So these are the feminine aspects of ourselves. And as a woman, I am these things, and most women are. We are these things by, by birth, by the way we're wired. It's in our DNA. These are things, and then we're taught these things through culture, and then there's certain cultural things that get put upon us. So I just want to share with you, you know, just, just, for, just for the conversation today, around clarity, around feminine aspects and masculine aspects. So for decades, decades, I lived in my masculine and I squashed down my feminine. Vulnerability? Heck no. No way. Connective? Sure. But only if I could achieve something from it. Collaborative? Absolutely. Intuitive? Yes. Did I listen to it all the time? No. Do I listen to it now all the time? Yes, I do. It has never served me wrong. Flow and ease. Now, I always wanted a part of me to have things easy, but this is not about easy. This is about flow and ease, getting in the flow and not fighting or resisting against things and fighting against things. That is the masculine. Flow and ease is the feminine. Feeling, and I had to learn how to feel all my feelings fully, not label them, not judge them, and to show up and experience them. And now I can feel them. They move through me. I can source. I can, I can choose new thoughts that make, allow me to feel things that are much better and that results in better actions. So those are just a little bit of the masculine and feminine. But when I was living in the masculine a lot... It affected my relationships. It affected me because I couldn't show up as my true self as a divine, powerful, authentic woman. I was literally ripping myself off of being myself and really discovering my own beauty, my own power from my true self and from my true place. Then once I started doing the work around discovering myself and my femininity, but really that innate feminine power within me, whew, I wanted to then make the masculine bad and wrong. And that's that wasn't healthy either. I had to go through a process, and it took quite a bit of time, to learn how to marry the feminine and masculine aspects together and then to live in choice and to source from my masculine or my feminine for whatever I needed to do or to experience. If I needed to achieve or accomplish something, do I need to source from the masculine or the feminine? What is the situation? Who am I with? Who is my audience? So are you with me? Are you getting this as I'm sharing 
a little bit about the feminine and masculine aspects because this is kind of the foundation. So when I started really learning how to step into not resisting, not fighting for things, you know, being connective, being vulnerable, that was a whole nother process learning how to open up and share because when I would witness people being vulnerable with me, I would do anything for them. Yet I could not find it within me to open and be vulnerable because I had been hurt. I had been hurt in my life by many, many people at work, at home, in my personal life, in relationships, whatever that was. And we've all experienced that. That's part of life. So when I learned that it's okay to open up now, we must have discernment when we open up and we're vulnerable. Like I I just don't put it all out there for everybody to to bear witness to or to experience me. I'm discerning about how much to open up, when to open up. And sometimes I can open up pretty wide and deep. Other times I open up a little bit and I share just enough of myself and have that discernment because my intuition is telling me this this wouldn't serve me and what the experience I want to have or the goal I want to achieve. So having that, learning how to be vulnerable That took a long time for me. But once I started learning how to be vulnerable, it increased my innate power and my confidence to stand in that, to come from that, and to share from that and share freely and give freely from that place. And that knowing that if I'm met with judgment, if I'm met with whatever that is, that's on other people. That's their stuff, and I don't take on their stuff. So what I learned how to put a boundary around myself to allow time for me to be in my feminine during the busy, busy, busy days at work, during my life now where I am, you know, coaching and mentoring women in addition to my corporate career and have that reflection time, the, 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 the organicness, the organic time in my life, time for pleasure, time for meaning, being in my body, going out, living in the world, doing what I love to do, you know, getting flowers, reading a book, whatever that is. It enables me to be who I am truly. So as I moved, I was learning about really understanding the feminine energy, really understanding the masculine energy. I would then go out and look at role models like women like Beyonce, very feminine, but very powerful. Lady Gaga, Kat Von D, J-Lo, Jackie O, Oprah, you know, whoever, whoever, whoever your idols are that are feminine and powerful, think of a couple right now. And what do they embody? You know, the real, the, the true feminine power comes from within and they show up, they show up very strongly and radiate their authenticity that is beautiful and connective and vulnerable and sharing, yet fierce and goal-oriented. So here's the thing and here's the secret that I want all of you to know. If you can source and be from your true authentic self and allow those divine aspects that are within you to come out and then use the masculine aspects. And some of you might need to develop the masculine aspects. 
Some of you might have highly developed masculine aspects, and I've coached women to develop the masculine, and I've coached women to come back to themselves as a woman and, and to step into their feminine. And the secret is this. Coming from your true self as a woman and really being clear about your strengths and who you are in those feminine aspects, and then learning to use those masculine aspects that are part of you, because we all have masculine and feminine as a part of us, and most women are more dominant in their feminine aspects compared to their masculine aspects. And even if you have highly developed, good for you, use that. But it's living in choice coming from your authentic self and sourcing from that place. So let me give you an example. So in my corporate career, often I'm the only woman in the room or often, you know, there's me and maybe one or two other women in the room in some of the executive meetings in the boardrooms. And my experience there is, you know, a topic comes up. They're talking, they're sharing ideas, you know, they have emotion, they have the passion and they're talking over each other and they're get, trying to get the word out. And my experience in the past is I would jump in there, you know, highly developed masculine trying to get my idea heard and they just weren't listening. So I, you know, they're all wanting to prove themselves and just show. So I would just sit back and I would allow the conversation to unfold and the debates, whatever was going on, take place. And then as the conversation moved along, then I came in with my perspective and I made my offering from my truth and my, my authentic self for what I wanted to share. And then I had experience and evidence that I was listened to because I didn't feel the need that I had to jump in there and exert my masculine side. I could allow, I could see what was going on. I could hear what was being said. I could think in my own mind. I could feel what, was, what I was feeling. And then I could offer and contribute and add value to the conversation to be heard, noticed, and seen. And then my ideas were oftentimes, sometimes, ran with and then shared and then it would grow and and evolve. So that's like a specific example of how I can just be in my feminine and have very powerful, passionate, strong feelings that get to come out, yet I don't feel like I have to be in the arena with my shield up trying to, you know, get in there at the dog bone that was there for everybody to take. You know, everybody was in there fighting over it. And I just got to walk in, share who I was, share my ideas, share my thoughts, and then continue to move forward. And it was easy and it didn't persist. And I didn't resist. So... For me, I came back to myself and I decided when I was going through some of my coaching that I was going to start redefining success from the feminine. And I had that question asked to me, well, how do you define success from the feminine? And as you go forward, and I thought, ooh, this is a really, really ripe question. So I sat back and I thought about it because success is about receiving. It's about feeling fully. It's about being happy and joyful. Um, it's about being true to myself, experiencing life. It's listening. Success is about being, then doing, then having, where in the past it was do, have, be. So I started shifting my definition of success. And I lived in that for a while, but I wanted to take it deeper. 
I wanted to really stand in who I was and and define success from that place. So in that time, I also learned how to really marry and meld the feminine and masculine. So both of those aspects of myself, the feminine and masculine, they both get a seat at the table with me. And I can soar, I can stand in who I am and source and go into my feminine aspects or my masculine aspects because I have awareness and I know what those do and they don't make each other wrong. I've married the two and they work in beautiful harmony and in partnership. And I've even done some deep healing work about masculine energies and feminine energies and balancing the two and highly recommend some of that. And I can teach you, I can teach you that I can coach you around any of this stuff because I've been in doing this work for many, many, many years. I can teach you how to develop and guide you to develop the masculine aspects of yourself if you need to develop that. Or I can help guide you back to the feminine aspects of yourself and how to show up at work, at home, in relationships as a woman, as a very beautiful and feminine woman, but very powerful woman. If you want to learn how to live a ripe, wild, and fierce lifestyle, make sure to check out my new course. It's in the show notes. So when you are finished with the podcast, head on over to the show notes and click on the link. So with that, so for me, here's my definition of a success. It's to experience all of life fully as a divine woman and to show up for it and know love, joy, purpose, passion, and pleasure. To bring forth from within me my gifts and my talents into the world and contribute that so that I can look back on my life and know that I lived well. I loved deeply, walked my purpose, and connected with others, contributing and sharing the gifts that I was born with. I trust in the universe. It has my back. I am here to be an individual expression of myself, which will inspire people to adopt parts of it if they are inspired to, and if it annoys others as being vastly different from what they accept, I might be provoking, and ultimately provoking can lead to change in others. So either way, I get to show up as an individual, as myself, as a woman, know who I am, stand in my strengths, own myself, source from my masculine aspects, source from my feminine aspects, and then go out and lead and live life. So one more story that I just want to share with you. So I was in a meeting at work and we were preparing, I was getting my team prepared, and I knew it was going to be a very difficult meeting. And in the meeting, it went exactly how I have experienced so many times. People were coming out very defensive, and I was just letting my team know, just just hold back, allow, allow people to be who they are. You know, there's a lot of pent-up frustration, there's a lot of passion, there's a lot here, because we had opposing our groups and their groups had, we all had opposing goals that were given to us in the company. So people got to be exactly who they were. Their goals came out exactly how they needed to be. So I was just allowing people to be who they were. And then 
finally, after people were done talking over each other and they were done almost shouting at each other, I then came out and I had my team around me and then I presented my idea and I shared it with such passion and ease and flow. And I also welcomed opposition. I welcomed a different conversation and different perspectives. But then I also laid out that you don't get just just to complain here in this meeting. When you offer a different perspective, we need to honor each other's different perspectives and we need to offer how we can meet each other. Not just this is the way it is. You know, people were pounding fists on the table. And when I pound a fist on the table, it's intentional. It's not reactive. It's very, very intentional. And it's not often I've done it. I've needed to do it. And that's when I've really sourced from my masculine. It is unmistakable when 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 I know where to source from, my masculine or my feminine. And then the meeting kind of, the meeting that we were in, it kind of went to a lull. There was more conversation. There was agreements to disagree. Some people just couldn't get there. That went other areas. Some people could. And then we agreed we need to go off. We need to do more research. We need to think about it. And I call call it sometimes, it's even been called like the backdoor approach. And then we disbanded. We went, um, but I got what I wanted out of the meeting. I got for my department, for what we needed to do for what, at that time, I got what we needed. So I considered that a success. And I didn't have to go against my nature. I got to stand in. I got to source from the different aspects of myself. And one of my team said to me, he's um, a management on my team. He said, I noticed you took the soft approach. And I thought for a minute as I received that, I thought, interesting. And I said, yes, I did. And it worked. And it was effortless. And then as he received that back, he just kind of smiled. And so what I'm here to share with you is that I could have received that as a judgment, as a weakness, but it was a true, powerful strength that absolutely I don't need to be hard. I don't need to be inhumane. I don't need to pound my fist on the table. I got to be exactly who I was. I knew what I wanted. I could be very goal-driven. I could be very passionate. I could source from the masculine aspects, but I got to live in the feminine. I got to live in that, that place where I wanted to radiate. I could listen to my intuition. I could stay grounded. I could... I could have that, the energy, I could have that, that openness, I could even have that vulnerability. And I also trusted and I knew that no matter what happened, the universe had the bat, my back, I had my back, and that I would figure it out. All right, so that is just a little bit about redefining success from the feminine and how I now show up. So when I have success now, of course, I still have goals. Of course, I still want things for myself. Of course, I want to do better. I will never stop that. I love to learn. I love to achieve. One of my strengths is an achiever, but I do that through the feminine. I no longer do that through the masculine. I will pull in my masculine aspects to help me get there, but I do it through my beingness. So I hope 
that was so helpful to all of you. And if you want to reach out, if you want to explore, please head on over to my website, SusanElizabethCoaching.com. I would so love to hear from you. I would love to guide you on this particular topic because it's one that I've done a lot of work around for myself and for my success. And that's it for this week. Thank you so much for joining in, everybody. Please go out over the next week and think about who those role models are that are so deeply in their feminine but are so powerful in their feminine and live from your true self. Cheers, everybody. Thanks for tuning in. If you enjoyed this episode, I would love it if you would leave me a review or share it with someone else who may enjoy it too. To stay connected with me, please head on over to SusanElizabethCoaching.com and make sure that you sign up for my tips on how to live an unleashed life full of passion and purpose. Until next time, go live an unleashed life.